0: Keep your ride or die alive at eBayMotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's the DORT
1: karışit- podcast. It's the DORT podcast with Keith. It's the DORT. Podcast hashtag. It's
0: the hashtag dork podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of hashtag dork. My name is Rich Keith, joined as always by Ryan Davy. Davey, how are you?
1: Well, Richard, I got to tell you, I have been sick as an animal the past week, but no. I'm here tonight with you.
0: What do you got? What do you? What do you get? A, um, a bug?
1: It's not a bug. It, it, it's a full blown sinus infection.
0: Uh, you can hear
1: it a little bit in my voice. Was, I can't. I remember I, Again, I, I mean like, I get a little bit of a cold and you know, whatever. Nope, full blown antibiotics. You know, I'm I'm on the men now, but gee, whi- gee whiz was uh, I in bad shape.
0: And I hate to point it out, but you're usually the gentleman that gives us tips on maybe how to, you know, wash your hands and you know, drink vitamin C, that kind of thing, but you it still was able to get to you.
1: Well, you know what it was? I one of my younger daughter came home what I what I call a daycare cold. She was very snotty and drooly and sure. red in the eye. Sure. So I'm like, eh, whatever. I can fight that off because I am a person of considerable strength when it comes to my immune system. Correct. But wow, that gave that one was packed a wallop.
0: Couldn't couldn't do it. And I'll tell you what, yeah. this should be a, a week to, to really celebrate because uh, last Friday you made your on air W E E I debut.
1: I did, boy, boy howdy. You
0: should <laughs> boy, did. boy, did you ever? So hopefully everybody was able to hear that. But uh, last Friday from six to seven. It was basically hashtag Dork Takeover as we were filling in on the uh, the night program. We did a solid hour. We we did we started with some sports just to maybe throw everybody off the scent and then we went full all in on the hashtag Dork Madness bracket. A lot of good T V talk, I thought.
1: Now I'm sure I'm sure there was some like, you know, diehard Boston sports fan, as we all are. Yes. You know, um it was, you know, cursing his radio and you didn't want to hear this, you know, pansy ass nerd stuff. But correct.
0: But hey, that's some of the—that's uh, what you're gonna get. I, you know, What's apologize you to that we'll person, but they're not listening now because this is for, for dork fans only, Ryan. That's right. All right, let's get to the uh, the news and notes, shall we? Hit it. This is actually one of the things we discussed while you were on the air, and that was the Deadpool 2 trailer released since our last episode, and this thing looks like an absolute treat.
1: It does, doesn't it? Just a feast for the eyes. And I said I said on the air, too, I, I just hope they didn't give too much away.
0: Yeah, I know, and I think, you know, with the Deadpool character, like, you're going to get all those quips, you're going to get... There's going to be a lot of violence, there's going to be a lot of, you know, jokes. There's going to be a lot of that, and I think the additions... You know his girlfriend's still back, but you're bringing in Domino. You're obviously bringing in Cable. I think those are going to be two. I, I like both of them already, and so I, I, I this is and they're gonna they're gonna spin forward to X Force. They're gonna have a couple surprises up their sleeve. There was the uh, report out there that they had reshoots just to bring in a, another character. So who the hell knows who that could be? Who knows? There, there may yeah. be surprises along the way as well.
1: And I love the fact that from what I've seen of Josh Brolin, like he's playing this dead straight.
0: Yeah, like, like, and that's like going to be good.
1: serious, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's true. That's going to be really good. Speaking of superhero movies, Ryan, Black Panther, now the highest-grossing superhero film in the United States of all time. Uh, last check, over $630 million made.
1: And that's domestic, right? It's over a billion worldwide?
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and and hats off to him, and a well-deserving film.
0: A very good film. Let me ask you this. Will that record make it through the year, or will Infinity War top it?
1: I think it, uh, it. So you had um, James Gunn come out and said that you know, this is incredible. Infinity War is incredible. He's been on set. He's seen the dailies. He's seen like a early cut of the movie. Yeah, and he's already saying it's incredible. I mean, if he if he knows what he does know what incredible looks like, so, he does. Um, I'm. It's it's going to be tight. I don't want to make the call just yet.
0: I think it beats it. I, I think it beats it, and I think. You know, a big part of that which helps is uh based on the previews. A lot of it does take place in Wakanda, or at least some of it takes place in Wakanda. You're bringing back Black Panther. You're going to bring back some of the the characters. You know, like his sister is going to be in it. Okoye is going to be in it. But then on top of it, you're getting all of the Marvel fans, and I think they all turned out certainly for for Black Panther. But even more so, like this is going to be the movie. Like this is one where. If you're somebody, if you only saw one movie in the theater all year, I think it would be Infinity War. And maybe Absolutely. maybe I'm nuts, but I think it's going to be just so crazy. Everybody's going to be talking about it. And yeah, you're not going. to – I mean, this is the 19th MCU movie. Like, you're if you watched any of these other ones, and they all they all did really well money wise. Like the first Avengers, this is this is going to break records. This is going to be insane.
1: And, and like you said, the way they're marketing it, it almost looks like Black Black Panther one and a half.
0: Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's got that feel to it, which makes sense. They should. You know, I mean, yeah, it, it, right that it. movie was good, and it did so well, and it's the most recent one, so why not? And it's it's everybody also is in it, so whoever your favorite is, you can uh, you can tune in just for that. Now, on the flip side, you have the X-Men movies over at Fox, which is still Fox, I think, for now. Yeah, what is going on? Well, The Dark Phoenix was supposed to be out November 2nd of this year. They have bumped it to Valentine's Day next year. And the New Mutants, which already got pushed back once, is now been pushed back again. So New Mutants is now not coming out until August of 2019. It was supposed to be April of this year, and now it yeah. is August of 19. There's no way these are going to be good, right?
1: No, and from what I've told, significant reshoots. Mm. So not great.
0: No, not great at all. Uh, now back to the MCU for a moment. Cloak and Dagger... Just had a trailer released. This is going to be a TV show on Freeform, and this is technically within the MCU, just like all the Netflix ones technically are. Just like Agents of Shield, uh, the Runaways. Uh, there might be another one, but Cloak and Dagger is also in the MCU. I don't. This is going to, for me, I think fall under the "you can't watch everything" category.
1: Yeah. Is it what even? I think what was Freeform was like. Spike? Th- you- no, no, no. It was no, 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 no. It was like oh, ABC Family. It's ABC. ABC Family. Family. Yeah, it's now Freeform. So it's falling under that banner. So I, I don't know. You know, Pretty Little Liars was on that channel, and that got out there at some at some points. But, yeah, they can get loose maybe. and stuff, but uh, they can do that stuff. But you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. It's not good.
0: But depending it's on when it's set, it. like you can't have Infinity War happen and then this show not reference it nonstop because Infinity War is going to, like, change the game, right? Like, if, if New York is getting destroyed again or if something else is like crazy is happening in the world, you can't pretend it's in its own bubble. and Like, that's going to drive me nuts no. if they if they try that shit. Uh, no. This is some good news, or at least I, I think it's good news. Steven S. Denight, I guess he's the former showrunner for Daredevil. He also directed Pacific Rim Uprising, which people were – Certainly excited about. Uh, he...
1: <laughs> they were certainly excited about that until it came out. Yeah.
0: Well, he wants to make a Moon Knight show. This would be pretty good.
1: And you and I have touched on Moon Knight a couple times, and it's an interesting character in that he's just fucking crazy. Like he's... you know, there's yeah multiple personality disorders, schizophrenia. Like there's a lot of stuff going on with this character. He was where the Moon Knight, the Moon Knight character, in some not like from book to book changes the character
0: yeah oh it's it's pretty out there, and what I think originally started as just Marvel's version of Batman, like they yeah. completely took it in a different direction and it was a Jeff Lemire, his run like the lunatic thing is is definitely worth reading, so yeah, like I, this
1: one he's in he's in the suit and then the next like he's in like a three piece like white suit, yeah, and he's kind of like this gangster vibe, and then the next he's like doing the Batman thing with the cape, and it's just a really cool character,
0: and then he's in a straight jacket. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, okay, there you go. Hey uh, Ryan, do you remember the uh, Deadpool animated show on FX with Donald Glover that we told yeah, you about? Yeah, I remember
1: them here that he was. It was in in development. Was the last I had heard of this.
0: Yeah, it's not happening.
1: Yeah, I know. I heard. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's, uh, it's, yep.
1: So I heard it was in development, and then
0: So that's the done.
1: Creative differences.
0: That is obviously that is out. Uh, more yeah. TV news. Fear the Walking Dead is back next month. They had a trailer released. Uh, I guess this is a spoiler, although it's in the trailer. So. I think most of you don't care anyway at this point, but they had said a while ago they're going to cross over a character from The Walking Dead into Fear the Walking Dead. They revealed that that character was Morgan, and they show him in this trailer kind of kicking some ass. But I'm like, I don't even know if I. I've heard Fear the Walking Dead's actually pretty good, but I'm like, I can't go back. I watched the first season and then I bailed. But I don't know. I'm still watching. Isn't the first... Morgan
1: like a tertiary character too? Like he's not even like. Like he uh, just pops in and out. Like he's and he's the a regular season. He's in like two two episodes.
0: He's back to being a regular now. Oh, okay. on The Walking Dead. Yeah,
1: uh, I'm sure it, that wasn't by I'm sure that was by accident too, right? Yeah, right. Exactly.
0: We got uh, HBO news. Silicon Valley season five debuted this past weekend. What did you think?
1: Uh, I, I tweeted it out. I, like, what I'm getting frustrated with is not the lack of TJ Miller. I thought without TJ Miller, they did a pretty good job without him. Because they reference him all the time. Um, Jin Yang uh, continues to be one of the stronger characters in the show for me.
0: Yes, Jin um, Yang and Jared are basically going to carry the show now for you. They have well, to. Well,
1: the problem the problem I have is like for people who claim to be like these like tech geniuses, like how bad they are at being tech geniuses yeah. is starting to wear on me a little bit. It is. Like it's, how many it's, times can you screw up?
0: It's very much the exact same pattern on that show.
1: Yeah. Million-dollar idea. Oh, things are going
0: really well. Something happens. Now we don't have anything. Like, back to having a really good idea again. We got the investors. Oh, now we don't have investors. Like, oh, my God, we're going to court. Oh, Gavin Belson. Like, we're up against him now. Oh, we're teammates. Psych. Now we hate each other again. And you're like, okay, I've kind of seen it. And, yeah, TJ Miller, I thought, was the funniest guy on the show for the first four seasons. So that's going to be tough. But a half-hour comedy, like, I'll probably keep up with it. But I have lower expectations. Whereas... Barry, the Bill Hader show, that also came out this uh, past Sunday. This is the one where he is a hitman, but then he stumbles upon an acting class and feels like this is his calling. I'm in. I'm all, I'm already in. Like, I like Bill Hader anyway, so I going to give it a chance no matter what. But the first episode, it's going to be a dark comedy, obviously, but I think this has a chance to be pretty good.
1: It doesn't have his, uh, what's his name, Stephen Root, the guy who plays Milton. in Office. Stephen
0: Root is in it, and yeah. uh, so is the Fonz. The
1: Fonz is in Oh, this. wow, yeah, the Wink. Henry, Henry, Winkler.
0: Henry Winkler is in there, and he's, he's pretty good. So I think the show is definitely going to be uh, promising, to say the yeah, least. Yeah, I didn't
1: get to watch that yet, because my wife was falling asleep during Your Silicon who? Valley. Oh, sorry, my wife Thank was you. falling asleep during Silicon Valley and then said she was too tired to watch Barry, but I wasn't allowed to watch it without her. So I haven't seen it yet.
0: Yeah, is so that, I'm probably gonna watch yeah. that tonight. All right, good. I think I yeah. think it's very good. I think you'll like it. Uh, and also this week, Ready Player One will hit theaters. How excited are you for this?
1: I'm I'm um, in the process right now. I'm going through the process of uh, tempering my expectations for this movie because what I've been hearing is some really good things and some things that are like, eh, you kind of missed it a little bit.
0: Oh boy, know? yeah.
1: Um, and these are from very reputable not friends but like reputable critics and things like that who are like it's it's fun, but you know what I mean or it's it's re- it's a spectacle, but you yeah. know there's always that little butt that comes in with it
0: so um, yeah that's not great
1: which I think for people like us it's going to be it's just a fun movie that you should see in the theater like these are movies. Like, you know, uh, like the Marvel movies or anything like that. Um, King Kong movies. These are movies that are supposed to be seen in a the theater. The dinosaur movies. I think that's, movies. that's what it's for. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm definitely going to see it in, like, IMAX and, like, as big as I can see it because that's the way it's supposed to be yeah. seen. I think if you don't see this in the theater, you're kind of doing yourself a disservice.
0: Right. But uh, Same can be said about the Tyler Perry movies. Like, you got to get your ass out there, see you acrimony. Gotta, <laughs> like, you got you got to see that in theater. Just, just, you know, to say that you did. I... I'm thinking about not reading the book and the, just seeing the movie. Now, before you say anything, it's... I'm not saying a word. I'm not saying a word. It's mostly because I'm lazy, it's, but I also think for the podcast, it might be better to have one person who has read the book and is familiar with the source material right. and another person who is right. just going in blind, right? You, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Nailed it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, <laughs> all right. Okay. It's time for Davey's Video even if it takes more than a minute All right, what do you got sir? Well, I got something for you, Richard. Ooh. For the for the foreseeable future. This video game minute and all con and, and all subsequent video game minutes are now brought to you by Illusion Grips. What? That's right. Hold on. You heard it. Hold yep, on. Yep. Hold on now, a
0: second. A newsflash. Oh, sorry about that. Go ahead. What, what? No, it's you know fine. About-
1: I, this is big news for the Door community. Uh, we, we were talking to Wild Bill Soda. Actually, I was talking to them. They, it was a one-way conversation. And then <laughs> I reached out to a, a Massachusetts company called Illusion Grips who sell custom grips for PlayStation and Xbox controllers. Nice. And I said, look, I got this thing going on. Um, would you guys be interested? And Kyle got back to me right, right away from Illusion Grips. He's like, we listen to Weei. We know who Keith is. We want to be a part of this. Like, how can we do this? And I said, well, you just ask me. <laughs> so from here on out, the Davies Video Game Minute will be brought to you by Illusion Grips, which, bring, which are co- ridiculously inexpensive custom grips for your controllers. Like if you're like me, I play a lot of video games. I wear the thumbs down really quickly. They rip on me. So Illusion Grips, as low as a dollar, you can get custom grips. Wow. Um, and shells for your controller itself. So if your hands are sweaty and your controller slips, definitely check them out. Their uh, website is illusiongrips.tictail.com. That's illusiongrips.tictail.com. Or you can find them at Illusion grips on Twitter. So please go and check them out and buy their stuff because they're great guys.
0: So How about that? You can suck yep. on that wild bill. How about that? Yeah.
1: And? Yes. Do you actually have another, a video
0: game minute or do you just have the sponsor
1: this week? No, 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 no. We have one and we what we're bringing back. What's that? Oh, we're going balls deep this week.
0: Yes.
1: Yes. See the that, sounder. That, we don't have a
0: sound. Oh, wait a minute. We do
1: don't we? have a sounder for balls deep, do we? <laughs> now, a
0: hashtag dork news flash. Now it turns out just the breaking news again.
1: And that, which we are going balls deep on, is Far Cry 5, which just came out uh, technically today. Ooh. Um, I started playing it. I have a very emotional attachment to this game, Richard. Rich, uh, another fun fact about the Dork Podcast is we love our animals.
0: Yes. Um,
1: and when I was... So Far Cry 5 is obviously... It's, it takes place in Montana. It's an open-world game like most of the other Far Cry games. You're taking out this uh, pretty aggressive cult in Montana, in a secluded part of Montana, which is actually really cool. Are they? Uh, it's
0: are they branch? Are they Branch Davidians?
1: Oh no, they're uh, Eden's Gate, so they're kind of oh. like Branch Davidians. All right. Yep. So it's uh, kind of a cool villain that you meet right on the start. Um, and the the cool thing now is you get animal companions in this game. Now the crazy thing that was pitched to me about the, I saw this and I'm looking at the, all this stuff. Uh, it's a beautiful looking game. Um, and the first animal companion you meet is an Australian cattle dog mix named Boomer. Ooh. Now, Richard, right when I graduated college and I got my first job and I was settled into where I was living in Connecticut, I purchased an Australian cattle dog and named him Boomer.
0: How about this? That's
1: so, very nice. And he passed away tragically at a very young age, and now I have a digital Boomer back in my life, and I refuse to deal with any other pet in the game. Yes. There's a there's a bear named Cheeseburger, who, who you can is your friend and can maul people for you, and I, I'm still sticking with Boomer. I feel like so,
0: I don't want to be a downer here, but I feel like people may ask what happened to poor Boomer.
1: It's a long story that involved me boarding him or him being boarded in a kennel, um, developing kennel cough, and then the person who ran the boarding house uh, taking cortisone and shooting into his neck and killing him.
0: Oh so, my god! Yeah. I don't think I can continue doing the fucking podcast today. Well, you that asked. Is, you I asked. D- I did. I feel like we were going to get tweets, and it's better than you trying to respond on Twitter. But I am. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Very. That's why I said, "Trent." So now I have I am Boomer shook. back. Holy
0: fuck! Back. Which is
1: which is nice. But Illusion Grips, doc, Illusion Grips dot, tick-tail yeah. dot com or at illusiongrips on Twitter. Check them out, buy their stuff, and play a lot of video games and buy more of them.
0: <sighs> All right. Hit them up. Hit them up. I'm trying Hit to
1: write the ship here, Richie. You, you, you took it down, to, but it was it was important to me to get Boomer's story out there. And, you know, friend Boomer. Be, be Boomer's friend in Far Cry 5.
0: Yes, absolutely. Now, Ryan, let me ask you this. Are you ready for the topic to jour?
1: I've completely forgotten what that was, my man. No, that's the topic
0: of the day. And today oh, right, right. it is canceled superhero movies. So, Love it. Now, uh, the website Screen Rant, they had, uh, they've done a few of these lists before. So a lot of the information I'm getting is from Screen Rant. So it's not like I... Uh, got all this information from somebody. This was, It's all online. Screen Rant had it. And they have a whole bunch of them that we'll get to. I think the most famous one, and we both talked about this briefly because there was a documentary about it, but it was the Superman Lives. This was supposed yeah. to be the Tim Burton Superman, I think it was going to be called, uh, or the, the documentary was called The Death of Superman Lives, What Happened. But this was Tim Burton. It was going to be Nicolas Cage. And there's those famous pictures of Nicolas Cage test-shooting the Superman outfit, which looks ridiculous. They had a bunch of different writers in there at one point, including Kevin Smith. And this is also, I think it was just last week, we were talking about the producer, John Peters, who yes. just desperately wanted a spider.
1: <laughs> That's all he
0: wanted. <laughs> in the That's movie. That's, uh, that was his biggest hope. He's like, we got to have a spider villain. And they're like, what? But anyway, this is maybe the most famous one. But this movie, I mean... I can't even imagine what it, what it would have been. I think it would have made Batman Forever look like the Dark Knight.
1: Yeah, and this is just the, from the story to the and The story that you see the picture of Nicolas Cage in the Superman suit, and that was one of the ones they were testing. That yeah. You find that out in the movie. That was just happened to be the one picture that leaked. There was actually tons of costumes that they were trying out. Yeah. But the, even with that, I mean, this movie just looked bonkers.
0: It looked absolutely insane, and it's just funny to think of just, like, Nicolas Cage and how he is a comedic actor without trying to be comedic in any way. Like, everybody just sees him and just laughs at all the things that he's in, whether it's Face Off or Wicker Man or whatever. And if you had him play Superman, like, I just don't think – like, this that could have been the ultimate kind of cult status movie. I think think people would have watched it, it, but it just would have been – I'm trying to think of a superhero movie comparable. Like, I don't know if there is one.
1: No, there really isn't because it's just so ridiculous. And I believe, and this is this is uh, a Google-worthy search, but I, I believe one of Nicholas' sons, Nicholas Cage's son's name is Cal El.
0: Oh, I think you might be right. And he's a big Superman fan. He's yeah. also a big comic book fan. Like Cage is a uh, acting name, whatever the hell they call it, like a yeah. like a, whatever, and. Stage name. K- stage name. Acting name. It's a stage name, and it's from Luke Cage. Like He's a big right. fan of the comics, and that's uh, how he landed on that. So that is not the only Tim Burton one. Again, that's the most famous. But a couple of other Tim Burton ones that almost happened. There was going to be Tim Burton's Batman 3. So you have Batman with Michael Keaton, then you have Batman Returns, and then you have the two Joel Schumacher Batman, which are all technically in the same universe even though they have Val Kilmer and George Clooney it's supposed to be in the same universe but there was supposed to be a sequel to Batman Returns however McDonald's was very upset because that movie was very Tim Burton and they could not sell you know as many you know happy meals and all that other bullshit so they they pulled the plug on it but going into it originally i think it was supposed to be a planned trilogy for Burton to have three Batman movies
1: which i would have been i would have been into i think I honestly thought that Batman Returns was better than Batman. I might be in the minority there, but I actually thought that was a better movie.
0: Yeah, I could see that. I I, I think I would go with the first Batman just because of the Joker, but, you know, Batman Returns definitely... Like, it's just so weird. Like, it's just ridiculous, but it is... It could be... I mean, they're, they're, they're similar to me. I, I would give you that. I mean, it gets so much worse, like, the next two. So it couldn't have been worse than those ones. Right. Now, Tim Burton also... So he's told you're done after Batman Returns, but there was a chance there was going to be a Tim Burton's Catwoman movie. And this was supposed to be with Michelle Pfeiffer still attached as well, and it eventually got scrapped. But,
1: Which, what a shame, because then that spawned the other Catwoman movie, I'm, I'm sure. Yes,
0: right. So that was 2004 with Halle Berry, and that, was, that might be the worst comic book movie of all time.
1: I think so. But, oh boy, would I have loved to see an hour and a half, two hours of Michelle Pfeiffer slinking around in that suit.
0: Uh, yes. I, I, you know what for I mean? Sure, I, yes, I do know what you mean. Yeah. How about this one? This one's right up your alley. Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 4. Now, this is reading from Screen Rant. It says, while Spider-Man 3 is still the most financially successful entry, it is widely considered to be a disappointment, which is true. But given the money it made, Sam Raimi still agrees to return for a sequel. The plot is a more traditional Spider Man story like the first two, more in line with Rami's comfort zone of the earlier comics. John Malkovich is courted for the role of the Vulture, while Anne Hathaway joins as a new character, the Vultress. What do you think of that part?
1: You had me until you said Anne Hathaway Vultress. Yeah. Mal- I think Malkovich is good. Cra- like The way I've always liked the character of Vulture is if you read, and I said this before, if you read the Spider Man noir. Yeah. Run, um, that vulture like is like uh, he like eats kids and stuff, and it's like super super dark, mm-hmm. and he's just like this old like creep. And I think Malkovich could have pulled something like that off, especially with Ramy having that kind of like horror chops in his repertoire. I think that would have been a kind of a cool avenue to to uh, to go down. Yeah, but again, I mean, I think for sure he got he got a little too sh- shoe mockery with it, where it got too cartoony.
0: Well, Spider-Man 3 was just a mess and there was too many villains in it and you were trying to establish too much stuff and it was it was bad. And so I yeah. think because that one was bad, like ultimately it says that you know the studio and Raimi kind of broke apart and then they eventually did the reboot with the Amazing Spider-Man anyway. But I think had you guaranteed Raimi was going to get a fourth Spider-Man, I bet the third one would have been better because you wouldn't have had to, like, shoehorn so much. Like, oh, now we're doing Venom. It's like, you're not doing Venom. Like, get, get the hell out of here. Like, stop. St-.
1: Well, the only thing that bothered me about the Raimi Spider-Mans is there was no, like, there was some continuity between the movies, but they're pretty much standalone movies. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no storyline. that Because kind of, when you pick up Spider-Man 2, like, Peter and Mary Jane are in completely different places. They're not in high school anymore, and they're completely different places in their lives. And then same with three. Like, it, yeah. it, there's no, like, it picks up right where it left off kind of thing. So right, they're basically right. standalone movies. So, um, I mean, if you think of, like, how comic... And, and remember, I think the first one of those, I think the first Spider-Man came out, like, 2001.
0: Yeah, that sounds right. Like, one or so, two. Yeah, right around yeah, there.
1: So it's crazy to me that, you know, we've come this far with yeah. all of these movies, you know? So, but I think if they had to do those, if those never happened, they had to do them all over again. I think that, like, Homecoming is now the way...
0: Yeah, that's, like that. the, that's the way to do it. In fact, mm-hmm. we have a couple of others on this list that are also Spider-Man. So oh, yeah. uh, James Cameron's Spider-Man. And so Screen Rant says it's a bit of a, a legend at this point, but apparently Cameron wrote a screenplay that centered on a teenage Peter Parker with a few concepts like organic webbing that made it into the eventual film. However, there were other more surprising concepts in his script, too. For example, Spider-Man would swear a whole lot more than people were used to And plenty of adult humor would be in store. Apparently, it's going to be edgier and darker. And I guess Marvel was not exactly uh, on board with this. And how about this? Uh, Possibility of Edward Furlong or Leonardo DiCaprio playing Spider-Man. Again, this was going to be, I guess, 90s, right? Yeah,
1: so that would have worked, time-wise.
0: And I think they wanted Electro and Sandman.
1: And then they said, wasn't there one thing that had one, one version of the script had Arnold Schwarzenegger as Dr. Octopus? Uh, Dr. Otto Octavius, which, again, oh, yeah. the, <laughs> um, at the time, like James Cameron had probably just coming off Terminator 2, so that's why you get Furlong and that's why you get Schwarzenegger in the mix. Right. Um, and then with, you know, Titanic, you know, he had DiCaprio in his stable and all that stuff. So, I mean, all of this makes sense. Mm. There is a version of this screenplay that you can actually find online.
0: Oh, the James Cameron one? It. Oh, yeah.
1: Which is, it, and it's interesting. I mean, all those things you talked about, are, they're in it. And there's like a, there's a rump between Peter and Mary Jane on top of a bridge. Oh. So, hey.
0: How about that? You know, it, how, it's how it's how a little bit more him? adult.
1: Now, again, in the 90s, I mean, these movies don't exist. So how you would have, well, you know, Batman was around, but like that was not anywhere near like that hard R. You know what I mean?
0: No. God, no. Definitely didn't see that. Yeah. Uh, there was also the idea of the Amazing Spider-Man 3 and again, Amazing Spider-Man 2. What's a worse movie? The Amazing Spider-Man 2 or Spider-Man 3?
1: I think uh, in terms of movie, I think Spider-Man 3 is is a, is a worse movie, just mm. for what they did with the characters and how cartoony it is. But I think The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is just like a complete w- – it's a waste of time. Like one's a bad movie, the other one's just a waste of time.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, that does not make sense. Now, apparently in The Amazing Spider-Man 3, because remember they sort of teased – the Sinister Six, which we'll get to actually in a second, but they teased that. So the rumors for the Amazing Spider-Man three is they were going to include every villain from the Sinister Six. Uh, Sinister Six. There was going to be a Venom story arc. They were going to bring Norman Osborn back. They were going to have Mary Jane uh, back in there as well. Like there was just a whole lot going on, but ultimately it got scrapped, and that's for the best. And like as you said, it eventually led to uh, you know homecoming and sort of the collaboration with Marvel. So that's definitely it would-
1: good. And what kills me is like how, like you saw in Spider-Man Three, they had three villains in that movie. Yes. And that's partly so they had James Franco as the new Green Goblin, and they had Sandman, and they had Venom. Which the how the hell you cast Topher Grace as Venom? Ugh. Like, what the hell! Just oh my god, Terrible. so bad, so bad. Terrible. And um, so you had three villains, and you're like, ah, oh, it was kind of bloated. It didn't work. Let's do six. <laughs> like what the hell? What the hell are you thinking? Let's, that's literally doubling down on a bad idea.
0: Yeah. Oh, terrible.
1: And he had Paul Giamatti make that brief stint as Rhino, and Jesus was that bad.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. The right Oh my God.
1: Yeah. Like, you're definitely... going to bring him back?
0: And then all of a sudden, then you go to Homecoming and you cast Michael Keaton as Vulture, and it's the best out of all of them. Like since Absolutely. since Willem Dafoe, or you know, Alfred Molina was obviously good as Doc Ock, and those. Yeah,
1: yeah Molina was the best. Out of those he was really
0: good. Uh, But so then there was supposed to be a Sinister Six movie. So when they launched the Amazing Spider-Man, like the the Garfield Spider-Man movies, like the Sinister Six, and if you go back and watch the Amazing Spider-Man or Amazing Spider-Man 2, you can see all the setups for it, but it just didn't happen. Like there was going to be a Venom movie in that universe. There was going to be the Sinister Six, which is really hard to say, but that was going to be in there as well. But so they scrapped all of that. Uh, This next one is one of my favorite ideas. This is... Green Arrow, called Escape from Supermax. And so this was uh, David S. Goyer, who wrote Blade and the Dark Knight trilogy. He uh, has written and been attached to many comic book projects, the Screen Rant says, but many, uh, maybe none are more exciting or ambitious than the premise for Green Arrow, Escape from Supermax. Uh, it says, while a Green Arrow movie seems random, especially before the TV series, The concept of a superhero getting locked inside a prison with all his villains is simply too good to be true. That's exactly what it was. Warner Brothers was unsure of the concept. They didn't think that a movie that focuses so much on the villains will work and ultimately pass on it. Of course, they must have changed their minds at some point as they would release the financially successful but extremely divisive Suicide Squad a few years later. But basically, you would get... It sounds like Arkham Asylum, but with... Green Arrow. I, yes. It would have been amazing. This would have been a great movie, but they were scared off by it.
1: Yeah, and I think, and again, this, if correct me if I'm wrong, but the premise is, like you said, uh, Oliver goes into the Supermax prison and decides to break out. Instead of doing his time and getting his good time like a good boy, he's going to break out of this prison. And, and it's in order like to all the time, guys
0: that he helped put in there. Like It's kind of a, a, yeah. an easy storyline in that regard, but it allows you to have – like Death Stroke and Dead Shot and who whoever the hell you want to throw in there. You know, a lot of the guys from the Suicide Squad, if you want to have Killer Croc, like who it doesn't matter. Like put put it a bunch matter. of these different yeah. villains in there and it would have been great. I don't know who they would have cast. I don't even know if it got that far. Like I don't know who would have played Green Arrow. I think Stephen Amell, who's does who's on the TV show, is good. But yeah. you might need somebody that's a little bit better actor, I guess, for the actual movie. But is
1: it idea? What about Jeremy Renner? <laughs> That'd be good.
0: Where hashtag where's where yeah. Where's that?
1: Uh, uh yeah. but ten years, so this is ten years ago. You know, they're like, nah, I don't know if that's a good idea. If you'd pitch this movie now, i think I'd be like, that's a good idea.
0: I think they would. They'd be like, hey, can we uh shove it into the DCEU? <laughs> let's let's go for it. Yeah. Uh there was supposed to be a Batman Beyond movie. What do you think of that? Um, this was- animated
1: or live action? <laughs> I I've never gotten a straight answer on this, whether it would have been animated or live action.
0: Uh, that is a good question. I would hope... I mean, you could give it a shot either way, to be honest. But this was following the Schumacher Batman, because there was that time there that, you know, where Batman and Robin may have killed the character prior to yep. Batman Begins. There was the thought of maybe doing Batman Beyond. There was also this thought. Darren Aronofsky was going to do Batman Year One, which is one of our favorite graphic novels from Frank Miller.
1: Yeah. Um, And Frank Miller was to write it right? yes yeah it, so you have aronofsky who at the when was this I don't, I don't have a date on this I, not in my notes but it, it i think they it would in lieu of this they went with the nolan one instead. yeah this
0: this was pre-batman begins yeah
1: okay so at this point aronofsky has done some really good things um this is before the wrestler though i believe which i think is his, one of his better movies but yeah um He's gotten into that whole, like, sniffing his own farts territory now.
0: I know. I, I think. Uh, yeah, because he did, what, obviously, Requiem for a Dream, Pie, yep. The uh, the Wrestler, one of the newer ones. I mean, I know he did Mother. Uh-huh. Uh, he uh, did
1: Black Swan.
0: Black Swan, that's uh, the one I was thinking yeah. of, yeah.
1: So, I mean, he has chops. And I think at the time when this was new and this was fresh, and he had Frank Miller on board writing it, and I think they were coming right off Sin City, Um if my timeline is correct, like Frank Miller is like kind of hot right now. Yes. This could, this could have been something. Yeah. This um, is like early
0: two thousands, maybe probably Oh three or four. And guess who Aronofsky wanted to play Bruce Wayne. Who you got? Joaquin Phoenix. Not bad. He's a great actor, but he's a bit of a whack job.
1: Well, that's, I, and but if you read like the notes on like what this movie would have been, it made sense.
0: That's true. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He would. He would have been. He's like a homeless type guy. Like yeah. He was
1: not like this rich kid. He was actually just, like came from the what do they call it in the the, the lowers?
0: Yeah, I think so. The, yeah. They yeah. Call and I think they were saying that instead of like a bat suit, it was going to be like a hockey mask and a cape.
1: And then it would eventually become. And then he had what was the other yeah, thing? Yeah. Then you'd, you'd upgrade he, it. I wrote it in my notes he had uh, his he befriended a mechanic named Al. Who makes the Batmobile for him?
0: Yeah, right. So it's not exactly Alfred and Lucius Fox. It's Al.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like Al and Lou, you know. Um, and I remember in that in that Frank Miller run too that the Batmobile it had a very like normal look to it. Didn't yeah,
0: it? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's just, true. Yeah, I mean, I would have been interesting for sure. I mean, Batman Begins. We really can't complain. Like that movie is just awesome. So,
1: and my favorite part was that Catwoman was going to be in this movie, and she was a dominatrix prostitute.
0: Yeah, just like in the, in the comic, right? How about that? A little Selena Kyle. Ba-ba-ba-boom, ba-ba-boom. Hot hot, hot, hot. Uh, here's another one. And, and so this is, I think a lot of people knew about this, but during the X-Men run, there's obviously X-Men, X2, X-Men Last Stand. Then there was X-Men Origins Wolverine. And the reason why they didn't just call it Wolverine was because they were going to do a whole X-Men Origins yep. series, a whole run, and one of the first ones was going to be Magneto. Which makes a lot of sense. I mean, Magneto is got a great story, like an unbelievable backstory when you're talking about, you know, Nazi Germany and the concentration camps. But how about this? They were literally this was this is what's gonna happen. They wanted to bring back Ian McClellan, which you're like, okay, that makes sense. They were gonna de-age him for a story about his younger days tracking down the Nazis that were responsible for murdering his parents. But so they said here, this is again screen rant, the prospect of digitally de-aging McClellan for the duration of an entire feature, proves that's to be crazy. an extremely costly one, leading them uh, uncertain of what to do with their lead character. So they were and going this, to D H yeah, him movie. for a fucking entire movie. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard.
1: Or just gradually undo it as the movie comes on. Yeah, right. As it like, like goes on each yeah.
0: day. Like he's he's now two weeks. He's two yeah. weeks older. But yeah, that's, that's nuts. It, like we've seen some good de aging, like uh, Michael Douglas yeah. and Ant Man and uh, Tony Stark and. Uh, Civil War, like we, or uh, Robert Downey. That Jr. one was
1: crazy because he looked exactly like he did as a teenager. Yeah. And uh, Kurt Russell and Guardians.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, ego, yeah. Ego. Yeah. So they've done some good ones. But so, because Magneto, X Men Origins Magneto probably would have been a really good movie. but... It would have been. And then, well, so, you know
1: what? This is one of those ones I'm kind of glad it didn't happen because this gave us first class, which is arguably did. the best. Of the X Men movies,
0: and you know what? They just cast a another really good actor instead of de aging Ian McClellan for the entire movie.
1: Right? They got Fastbender instead, which is he's a phenomenal actor.
0: How about this uh, one?
1: Assassin's Creed, notwithstanding.
0: Oh, that's true. Here's one I, w- I would add. Speaking of X Men movies, although it hasn't officially been canceled, but maybe just for your sake, uh, Gambit.
1: It's not happening. It's not. A, it's not a. Can- yeah, it's a canceled movie. They put it on the list.
0: Uh, add it to the list. G- Channing Tatum's Gambit. Put it. Put it on the list. How about this one? Wes Craven's Doctor Strange.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where this idea came from. But
0: So it says here, in the early 90s, Marvel's success on screen is far from certain. After a slew of TV movies in the 70s, they released only Howard the Duck and straight-to-video adaptations of Captain America and The Punisher, all of which were poorly received. They license out the Doctor Strange character to straight-to-video Empire Full Moon Entertainment, who lose the license while working on the feature, leaving it to be rebranded as Dr. Mordred. When the rights revert to Marvel, Wes Craven begins approaching the project as director. It is held up by the Dr. Mordred debacle for a brief period, and after that, it becomes a simple matter of cracking the script. When the project fails to materialize, Craven simply moves on to other projects, returning to the Elm Street franchise with New Nightmare, which itself paves the way for the success of Scream, thus revitalizing his career. So that one didn't really go. get too far down the road. but
1: Thank God. That's what what do you think of?
0: Now, you know what's funny, though, is Doctor Strange was directed by Scott Jerickson, or Derrickson, yes. who is a horror Scott director. Scott Derrickson. <laughs> <laughs> who was a horror director or is a horror director. So Doctor Strange actually does make sense with a horror guy, but I don't know if yes. Wes Craven necessarily would. And I love Wes Craven, but I don't know about that one. How about this? How about a Neil Gaiman, Guillermo del Toro, Doctor Strange?
1: Now you're talking. Now we're cooking with gas.
0: Bananas. Yeah. These guys are two of the best.
1: I had heard of this one, but I didn't hear about the Wes Craven one. But this one I I had heard about um, a while ago, and I'm like, yeah, dude. Now we're talking.
0: That one sounds just absolute cracker, so that would be good. Obviously it didn't happen. (laughs) I I would watch it. Here we go. Another director. Quentin Tarantino's Iron Man,
1: and this was again a, an early pitch that they it was. My understanding was that like they were pitching it to different directors, and he was one of them.
0: Yeah, it says but, the uh, the rights to the character were over on Fox back in 1999. Quentin Tarantino was approached to both write, I guess technically rewrite, because they may have had a script in the works, and direct the Iron Man film. It says details are so scarce that the project likely didn't go further than that, but. Uh, screen Rant says, how can we pass up the prospect of a profane, witty, likely rated R Iron Man movie? What do you think of Tarantino doing any kind of comic book movie? Do you think he'd be good at that?
1: Um, I think he's a big fan, and I think he would, given the right project, I think it would be good. But could you could you imagine, um, like, Rhodey and Tony Stark, like, both using the N-word, like, liberally throughout the entire movie? Yeah. That's what's good. that's what you're going to get. That is what and you, you know get. that, like, Samuel L. Jackson's playing Rhodey. As War Machine.
0: That's true. You take Nick and Travolta. Fury. <laughs>
1: Travolta's going to be uh, Tony Stark. He, the, <laughs> there you go. There's your movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, maybe not for me. Yeah. Maybe let him do something else. Uh, there was supposed to be uh, Stuart Gordon's Iron Man. So this is also from the early 90s. Of course, uh, Stuart Gordon from Reanimator. Uh, Jesus Christ. Same, same type of idea, uh, giving him a chance at Iron Man. Obviously, that didn't. Now, you got to remember, too, like, Iron Man in the early 90s, early to mid-90s, is not at all what people think of Iron Man now. Like it's not even close. No,
1: not at all. Like, he was, like, all but forgotten. Like, he was, like, second-rate.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's not great. Now, there was uh, a She-Hulk movie in the late 80s. There's actually a, uh, a B-movie director begins working on a She-Hulk movie and potential TV series that will loosely connect to the successful Incredible Hulk show. There's still room. She-Hulk
1: or Incredible Hulk's show?
0: No, no, no. The She-Hulk show was a movie and a potential show, and it would have connected to the Hulk show. Interesting. I still think there's room for She-Hulk. She's not anywhere. Like I don't, I'm surprised oh, we no. haven't seen her on in a movie yet.
1: And maybe in Phase 3. or What What phase are we in right now?
0: Uh, Yeah, uh, Avengers 4 is going to conclude Phase 3.
1: Okay, so in Phase 4, maybe we get some She-Hulk action.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Peyton Reed, who directed Ant-Man, he was, uh, of course, the guy who uh, replaced uh, What's-His-Nuts. McKay? No. uh, Oh, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright, excuse me. Uh, We should not refer to him as What's-His-Nuts. He is, uh, of course, a very great director. But Peyton Reed was once wanted to take Marvel's uh, Fantastic Four at one point. And that, again, if this... So this was the oh five Fantastic Four, not the uh, Michael B. Jordan Fantastic Four. So right. he would have directed that, and I think it would have been probably better. Like it, like the, that one was was not great, but it was not the absolute disaster that the most recent one was. Well,
1: it's funny if you think of in the nineties, you know the, the the characters that were big. I mean, the Fantastic Four was a was a big get for was it Fox who who got them? Yeah, yep. And then uh, like Iron Man was nowhere. Like you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that that was not a, like a. I think people kind of saw. Tony Stark is kind of a lesser, you know, Mr. Fantastic, you know, so it's interesting to me that this movie, like those movies got pushed. And it's almost like the Fantastic Four went down, Iron Man's stock went up, obviously. And and since then, you know, the Fantastic Four, I think the comic has actually been canceled too.
0: It's been absolutely crushed, like with all these good movies, and this one's bad. And it's funny, I I remember a while ago looking up uh, Stan Lee's. Like, Twitter handle, which I'm sure he doesn't even run, but like the Twitter yeah. bio was like creator of, and it was like Iron Man, like X Men, like Hulk, like, and it didn't include Fantastic Four. It was like even yeah. he's like ashamed of what they are. Now, they yeah. were also, now there was the Fantastic Four in 05, then there was Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. This was originally intended to sort of introduce Silver Surfer prior to him getting his own movie, much like we've seen with. You know Black Panther and Spider Man and some of these other ones recently, and apparently Rise of the Silver Surfer not only was so bad, but you remember how they used Galactus and like how it was just like a space cloud and it was like terrible and you were like it really squint to see if that was even like a thing like you didn't know what it was. I guess that he's a big part of the Silver Surfer's origin, obviously, and it was just received so poorly that they had to scrap a Silver Surfer movie altogether. Who is a guy? That if Marvel had his complete rights, should definitely be in the Infinity War.
1: Well, he is. That's the big rumor is that he might appear in Infinity War.
0: Oh, that would be very exciting on my end.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> speaking uh, of yes. surfboards,
0: uh-huh. speaking uh huh. of long pieces of
1: wood. I Hell really, boy. I would have I a nice time.
0: What about, oh, Hellboy Hellboy. what about Hellboy Three, Ryan? What
1: about Hellboy Three?
0: Uh, apparently, there was supposed to be a Hellboy Three. Um, and there wasn't. But this was supposed to be Del Toro and our guy Ron Perlman, who loves guy, himself a free drink.
1: He loves himself. For, and I like these movies. And I think a lot of people like these movies, too. But I think they're right in that this was. They were good movies that weren't financially viable because they're just so niche. They're just so kind of cult mm-hmm. that it had a built in fan base, but that fan base isn't huge.
0: No. No, I know. You know
1: and, it, and it wasn't enough. You're you're alienating the the Christian population of moviegoers, you know, yeah. by throwing a demon in there who's red, I guess. Yeah. Called Hellboy. Sure. No good Catholic wants to see that, especially around Easter time, which no, we are right we're, now. we're
0: sneaking right up on it.
1: We yeah. are we are we are just <laughs> we're all around way it. Way into Lent right now. Uh huh. We are all around but,
0: it. Hey, there was supposed to be at one point a Dazzler movie, and why this was supposed to be? Well, I'll tell you why. <laughs> they wanted Bo Derek to be in it. Of course they did. She, of course, was in two of the worst movies of all time that we covered uh, a couple of episodes ago, uh, including that one where her husband, who was 50 years older than her, had a heart attack, could no longer have sex, so he killed himself, and then they tried to drown somebody so he could take over his his body.
1: And that movie is Ghost Dad. There it it is. Bill Cosby.
0: How about uh, the (laughs) Wachowskis? They were going to do a Plastic Man movie.
1: And I remember, I remember hearing this news like way back in the day, like Matrix days. Yeah, you know where they where they were attached to this, and the, then they wound up doing like Speed Racer, which they... was, what the hell was that?
0: Yeah, I don't know. And so, do you know who they wanted to play? Speaking of speed of course, for Plastic of course Man, I do. Yeah, yeah, Keanu Reeves.
1: Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is Plastic Man. And there was uh, there was there was one point it was between Keanu Reeves and Jim Carrey.
0: Oh boy. Can you imagine that,
1: those, that bucket of crazy with the Wachowskis and Jim Carrey together? That,
0: that would have been insane. That would have been just nuts. They would that that film would have been like it is now canceled. Would not yeah. have worked. Um, I think David Tennant was also rumored at one point to be in there as Plastic Man. He'd be actually <laughs> a pretty good Plastic Man, I think.
1: Yeah, I think now, yeah.
0: Now he's Purple Man.
1: Now he's Purple Man.
0: There was supposed to be a Hawkman. I can't really get on board with Hawkman. I'm telling you, but... I'm,
1: not, I'm not. I don't. I don't fuck with Hawkman.
0: Nah, I'm out of. You don't, you man. know,
1: I, I I mess with the Hawkmen from Flash Gordon. Yes. Those guys, I get down with.
0: Yes. Yeah, I'm to out the of the music man. of Queen. He sucks. You know I, mean? and the, I do. I know exactly what you mean. Hawkman was suppo- was in the uh, Arrowverse, and he was terrible. They had to, like write him out. He was in like Legends of Tomorrow, and he was just was trash. They had to get rid of him. So
1: what's so what's the deal with? Ho- I, I don't even know. And this is embarrassing. I don't even know anything about Hawkman. I know there's a Hawk Girl.
0: Yeah, there's a hawk girl and a hawk man.
1: Are they brother and sister or what's the, what's their deal?
0: I think they're lovers. Oh boy. Yeah. I, they are. I think they're lovers and they can fly cuz they have hawk-like wings.
1: Are those actual wings or are they just like a suit?
0: I think it's like kind of like uh, archangel in a way. I could be I could be speaking out of school here, but I think it's more like the I think it's their interpretation of angel from
1: Oh, you know archangel. what I am confident in though? What's that? Uh-huh. Hard pass.
0: Yeah, our Path. out on Hawkman. Now this is one that we brought up at the time when Wonder Woman came out, but Josh, Joss Whedon wanted to do a Wonder Woman movie uh, much earlier than the Gail Gadot, Patty Jenkins Wonder Woman movie, and that makes a little bit of sense with you know Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Firefly and all the stuff that he did there. But obviously, yeah, and the fact
1: and the fact that when you the details of that script came out. It was focused on the perspective of of Steve Trevor and not Diana. Yeah, that's not great. That's not especially with the news with Joss. You know, that's not a good look.
0: New, no. my guy. No, it's no, it's not.
1: No, no, it's not.
0: Uh, Ryan, there's supposed to be a, a different Batman versus Superman movie.
1: Probably should have been.
0: Let me, yeah, there probably should have been. Let me read from a screen ran here. So, Zack Snyder's Batman v Superman, Donna Justice, released in 2016, but the concept had been waiting at uh, Warner Brothers for many years prior. All the way back in 2002, Akiva Goldsman wrote a script for Batman versus Superman. The premise remained mostly the same, uh, though with a larger emphasis on the rivalry of the two. A retired Batman would be grieving the loss of his loved ones, Alfred. Dick, Gordon, basically everyone, while Superman would be dealing with his recent divorce from Lois Lane. Even Superman can't make it work. Uh, 50% of all marriages. Uh, Similar to the movie, we actually saw Batman versus Superman would feature a convoluted scheme by Lex Luthor that got the two to fight, a plot involving the Joker, and a made-up love interest for Bruce. In the end, the Bruce and Clark uh, would set aside their differences and team up against the villainous Lex, as they do. Uh, obviously that was canceled. They they ended up going on to make the movies that they did. But so basically, Batman has nobody left in this scenario, and Superman got a divorce.
1: <laughs> yeah, so they're both going through like a midlife crisis,
0: pretty much. So they decide to fight each other.
1: So they're like, "What do you, what do old guys do? They get angry." Mm-hmm. They get, now, would this feature a Carrie Kelly? That would that would be something.
0: I would hope. Well, I don't know. It doesn't say, but maybe it would. That yeah. that'd be something, huh?
1: That'd be something. But I like that idea. I like the idea of, like you know, the Dark Knight Returns. I like playing with that. And, again, I said this when that movie came out. I feel like Snyder just kind of wasted such good source material with the Dark Knight Returns in that Batman's been out of the game for a little bit. Oh, for sure. And he's got nobody Mm because Alfred's been dead because Alfred was old He's he was a kid. You know, so he's been dead for a while. He's really got no one to help him. Mm -hmm. So he's been out of the game and focusing on other things and then... You know, he tries to he gets mugged in the street, and then he's Batman he goes fucking crazy, and he's Batman again. Like that's a good story.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And yeah, but they just threw it all together, so you can't really go back and do yeah. anything else. Uh, the last one on the list here that I got would be Justice League Mortal. So there was going to be a, a Justice League. In fact, George Miller did Mad yeah. Max Fury Road. Was going to do this Justice League, and how about this? Uh, so this one was actually kind of far. Like, they did pre-production. They had costumes. They had sets built. There was a lot of design already put in place. But uh, apparently this, this all happened. The costume designer died. The writer's strike hit. And then the project was held up so long that the actor's options lapsed. So they were basically, like, under contract. But then they delayed it for so long. And they were like, all right, we're, we're out of here now.
1: And then I read something that, like, George Miller obviously is based in Australia. And they tried to move the production from Australia to Canada. Oh, boy. And then he backed out. Yeah. Or something like that. But, like, this is a miss. Because if you think of George Miller's, you look at all the Mad Max movies and how, he, how much he did with, like, low-budget stuff. And then in Fury Road, they actually gave him a budget. And that movie was badass. Yeah, it was nuts. It you know, so if you, gave, if you actually gave him the money to do something like that, I mean, I think that would have been a hit. All I right. think or or it's something I would have been interested in seeing you know, yeah I don't no know that's true
0: so speaking of that if you, if if they which movie out of all of these would you have most wanted to see them
1: make <sighs> most wanted to see them make um honestly, for me, probably the uh, game in del Toro, Doctor Strange, I think would have been one of like for yeah. me, that would have been something I wanted to see.
0: Yeah, that's a really good one. I think that that would be good. I would, for me, I think it'd be the Green Arrow escape from Supermax movie,
1: and that's that's right up there. I mean, yeah. putting a hero into a Supermax prison for a crime he didn't commit. Like you said, it's a little played, but yeah, if you, whoever you brought in, like that, would have been a cool. See who they brought in for that.
0: And that's really good because you could get a bunch of villains, and then that'd be a time where, unlike Spider-Man Three. Like you're not trying to establish this whole story with each one, but like you have them appear, and I think that would have been pretty cool, like within the jail. Um, and the
1: Aronofsky, the Batman, year one, like if, yeah, if someone good. pitched, I'd be like, I'm listening. Like go on, yeah. You know what I mean? I would. I wanted to know more about that.
0: And then obviously the Nicolas Cage Superman, just for comedic sake. Just like the, I want to yeah. see,
1: and you know, I I read the like, what if there was like some alternate universe where these movies existed that we could go and like watch them, like on <laughs> Rick and Morty? They, like, they have
0: all been made already. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Tim all these bad movies got made. pumping out sequels to Batman and making Catwoman spinoffs.
1: Yeah, pretty good. would have been great.
0: All right, Ryan, you got anything else on that, or should we just keep moving here?
1: No, those are, those are that's a comprehensive list. And all movies that are that teeter on, damn it, that would have been good, to wow, that would have been so bad, but I'd need to see it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick
1: of the bomb. Pick of the
0: bomb. All right, kick, receive, defer, defend a goal
1: for the second week in a row I will receive and this should be a no brainer Richard Oh my god Illusion Grips Oh boy yeah, <laughs> I'm going to hit them hard this week but you know they they've uh reach out to Kyle at, at illusiongrips.com and get yourself some th- some things on the low low um again you know they're quality it's quality stuff uh Rich you should be getting yours anytime soon so Thank you Yep so um we will be uh pushing that on the Video Game Minute, and make sure you give those guys a like and a follow and all that stuff, and make sure you hit them up.
0: All right, very good. Illusion Grips. Thank you very much, Ryan. My pick of the podcast, I saw the Natalie Portman film, Annihilation. Did you? It is
1: crazy. Is it good? Yes. Yes. Lady Science, the movie, is a good movie?
0: Uh, Well, I was watching it, and I'm like, well, this reminds me a lot of Stranger Things. Like, It's basically the Upside Down, but on you know, with women, with, like, adult women rather than kids. But it's a little bit different. I guess it's a book, which I've never read. It's, like, three books, and I think this is the first book or whatever. But, like, there was a few times where just out loud you say, what the fuck? Like, it's just like it's that kind of movie, you know? Yeah. And, like, I like Natalie Portman anyway, but the movie, it's, like, over two hours long, but, you know, it kept my attention, which can be difficult to do. And yes. I so I recommend it. I, I think Annihilation, especially for you sci-fi fans out there, is pretty, pretty solid. I'll check it out next week, Ryan. I believe we have a double dork. Hey, no, a double dork week. We're gonna do Ready Player One. So I gotta yep. I gotta hit up the theater this weekend and see Ready Player One. And then also we're gonna give Davey this one off. But we're gonna do a WrestleMania 34 preview. It is WrestleMania season. Uh, Dale Arnold and Jason Rossi will join me for a full WrestleMania preview but they'll How both be that? out next week we'll do all the bells and whistles obviously on the ready player one your pick of the pod your this week in dork davies video game minute that'll be out the normal day i think we'll probably do the wrestlemania preview like wednesday so you know because we gotta right watch on, you gotta watch Raw and smackdown you know you gotta be ready for for all those things
1: you sure do you sure do and ryan ronda go. rousey gonna be in wrestlemania yes yeah yes she is Good hey, for
0: her. Hey, let me uh, remind the listener that we have a pretty special event coming up on April 22nd. Show sure enough. That would be a uh, Sunday? It's a Sunday. Sunday at 4 o'clock at Idle Hands Brewery in Malden, Massachusetts. Get your sweet ass to Idle Hands. Save the fucking date. That would be S T F D. Right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you got that. Yep. STFD. And that would be, we're going to be doing our live Infinity War preview. Sorry, I think my, Love my brain's shutting down right now. But we're going to be doing a, a preview. Mac and Goo will be there. The Boxers will be there. Uncle Buck will be there. And there'll be a lot of beer. So worst case scenario, you just have a bunch of beers that day. Best case scenario, you have the beers, you listen to us, and we, we have a good old time talking about Infinity War. So that'll be April 22nd, 4 o'clock at Idle Hands. You can rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on the iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all that stuff. We are at Dork Podcast on Twitter. We are YouTube.com slash Dork Podcast. You can also email us, DorkPodcast at gmail.com. If the people want to follow just you, Ryan, where can they do that?
1: They can follow me at at Arvon D on any and all social media platforms.
0: Nice, including Twitch, which Ryan is on there. Uh, yep. A bit doing different games. Did you Twitch Far Cry at all, or no?
1: Not yet. Not all yet. Right. I-, I wanted to get past like all like the how-tos and stuff before. Oh, yeah, that's a good call. You know what I mean? Because that's boring. If you're watching like a lot of cutscenes and all that, that's that sucks.
0: I hear you. All right, Ron, do you have anything else you want to leave us with?
1: Uh, yeah, since we are going into the Far... Since you asked about Far Cry again, I will tell you that there is a secret ending to the game that you can unlock within 10 minutes of starting it. So... Oh so, wait a minute! Pay attention to that. Yep.
0: You can just you can end the game in ten minutes.
1: Yeah. So they did this in Far Cry Four too, and I'll just I'll tell you how to do it if you if if you would indulge me one minute. Sure. So it, like in Far Cry Four, the the main protagonist leaves the room and tells you to like wait. In Far Cry Four, and if you just sit there and wait, the game ends. He like comes <laughs> back and he's like, "All right, game over." Um, and then oh, uh, in Far Cry Five, you're supposed to arrest this leader of this cult, and you're supposed to put the handcuffs on him, and if you just don't press the button, eventually the sheriff of the town puts his hands down and says, like, let's just get out of here, and the, game's, the game ends.
0: That's kind of funny, so, though.
1: It's a nice little uh, nice little achievement for you to unlock, courtesy of me.
0: Yeah, oh, there you go. There's a free one. There's there you a, go. a free one right there. All right, perfect. That'll do it again next week. Ready Player One. And if you don't have a chance to see it in the theater this week, don't worry. We, of course, will always do a spoiler-free edition uh, to start. So Ready Player One and WrestleMania 34. And, uh, hey, less than a month, we will see you at Idle Hands.
1: We will see you on another time.